Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast. I'm Seb. I'm Anton, and we're the co-founders of Nova Plus, an e-commerce growth marketing agency. But we're here actually to talk stacking cheddar. Yeah, so bear with us on this episode. Um, it's only our first episode and we've got a ton of exciting guests to bring on over the coming weeks. Topics such as add a scale brand from home to triple digits revenue or even hitting 50 plus return on your ad spend. We've got a bunch of cool people coming on and uh, we've got some wicked tales to tell. I'm really looking forward actually to this podcast journey. It'll be interesting to you know, also have the chance hopefully to get feedback from the listeners and you know as Anton said it's new to us so we're going to be trying to get better and better every week um Anton do you want to tell listeners a little bit about what we do day to day and you know maybe explain why we're here <laughs> yeah of course I try and keep it short because I know I can ramble on about this stuff but we are growth marketers so we're not necessarily Facebook ads sort of uh gurus or furries I know there's a lot of fake gurus out there too um Essentially, we do everything from sort of creative strategy through to paid ads implementation and, and sort of monitoring, uh, whether that's across Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Google, Amazon. And then we also look at the conversion rate optimization side of things as well. So for anyone that doesn't know, that's essentially when you land on the platform from an ad. So you click on an ad, you land on the company's website, the shop's website. And our job is to make sure that it's super smooth sailing for you. So when you land on that website, clicking and finding the product you want, taking it to your basket and paying as smooth and efficient as possible, because you have no idea how many people hate scrolling or how many websites have buttons in the wrong place. But that's our aim, to make it as smooth a process, a 360 approach to advertising. Now, with all that insight in sight, and people are definitely thinking about the value from advertising, you might be thinking... Why is the podcast called Stacking Cheddar? Well, Urban Dictionary defines Stacking Cheddar as to make lots of money hustling. And that's what we do. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to be talking about all sorts of topics. So it's, it's not just an ads podcast, although we're going to be talking to our clients and, and get some amazing stories that come out of the back of sort of paid social ads and uh, paid search. We're going to be talking about all things crypto. We're going to be chatting about SpaceX and Elon Musk. We're going to be talking about the future of technology, electric cars, you name it. If it's in the sort of digital space, the tech space, we're interested in it. And we're going to be chatting about that and bringing on some crazy cool guests. Um, but the reason we've probably got a lot of you here today and listening to us is because of our extremely clickbait title to this podcast. Now, we watch a lot of YouTube some of it research like i'd like to say most of it's research but it isn't i'm probably just like indulging in sort of influencers on youtube and watching all sorts of rubbish like how to get a stone out of an olive like using automation which is actually a really interesting video you probably ought to watch um but it comes down to our title i think and i think that's probably why you're here exactly so everyone's probably asking how do you launch a six-figure agency in the midst of a pandemic now what a year it's been for everyone, like including including us. It's been a challenging year. You know, we've had you know, the upheaval of pandemic, everyone sort of getting thrown upside down with, with work and life and lockdowns happening all over the world. But we want to fill you in on how we took the chance in this challenging time to create a six-figure agency that we're working on day-to-day -to, -day to change the world and help businesses scale their businesses online. 
Exactly. And there's probably a ton of people out there that have either lost their jobs or wanted to pivot or even just working from home. They realize, you know what, I don't like the corporate job I'm in. The amount of people we've come across, Seb, that have started e-commerce businesses or companies because they're working from home and they're like, you know what, I just don't like what I do. And they've gone off and made awesome products. And in the space of 12 months, they're already sort of on an awesome growth path and on the way to becoming big name brands or cool SaaS platforms that are coming out that have started since sort of March last year, 2020. Um, but we've kind of laid, yeah, exactly. And we've laid out sort of a few steps that we saw as kind of like keys to our success and probably took us a little bit longer to work out than we thought sort of it probably should. And hopefully this will help anyone listening that wants to start an agency, wants to sort of take control of their time day to day and and wants to kind of leave their job um yeah we hope this helps yeah i think both of us to be honest probably went through the you know the moment of thinking actually what am i actually doing like i'm doing everything the book says we should be doing but when it comes down to it are you actually happy in that environment are you enjoying what you're doing and i think for many people the pandemic just sort of gave them that boost that kick that push that reason to actually give doing something they really love a go. Um, yeah. And like Anton mentioned, some of the success stories we've come across, some of the success stories we work with, and you know, actually quite a few of the guests that will be on board as well, have got some amazing stories and some really, really great successes from this challenging time. So Anton, yeah. do you want to reel off the first step from our... From our yeah, plan? yeah, of course. So I guess it comes down to what are you offering, right? So you've got to offer a service to to these people that you're going to be selling to. Now, in our case, like we started with Facebook and Instagram. Um, it seemed logical because we knew what we were doing on Facebook and Instagram. And it was a platform that we're sort of heavily invested in, in the sense that we spend a lot of time on it. But in this day and age, I think there's a lot of topics that we'll probably cover in other podcasts, but you've got iOS 14 changes, which to most people probably mean nothing, but it's a, there's a lot around privacy and tracking. And because of that, third-party cookies are going to be affected. And and so there's like there's been a massive pivot over the last sort of couple of months anyway. And it's always been there in the background, but email marketing is huge. So like one of our recommendations would be like, learn up on Clavio, 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 however you want to say it. Clavio marketing off the back of Shopify is huge. Like we've seen clients do 20, 30% of their monthly revenue off the back of good automated email flows and really nice visual emails. So if you've got a bit of design flair, exactly. If you've got a bit of design flair, you have a little bit of sort of tenacity, some knowledge around technology, jump on Clavio, jump on YouTube, have a bit of research and have a look at that. But I know there's another platform that you're interested in, Seb, as well. Yeah, I mean, first of all, email, definitely couldn't agree more. What a place to start. Lots of our brands are absolutely killing it now on email marketing. And it's something that it wasn't people weren't really thinking of a year ago. I mean, we've had brands sell out of their stock from a pre-launch email campaign. So imagine that. Like, you've done all this effort working, building your stock, getting everything ready, and it sells out before it goes live on the website. That's the power of email, <laughs> you know? Um, but the second platform that, I think if we were probably to go back, we'd probably consider email. And the other one we'd probably consider starting as is, is Amazon. It's a huge, huge platform now, especially in the UK and Europe. Slowly going to start coming into the Middle East where I'm based in the, in the next couple of months, I think. But for now in the UK, it's the tool where everyone's logging in. Prime has taken over. 
everyone wants next day delivery and there's no better place to be because people on there that want your products quickly they're going through amazon yeah so Um, from like a marketing point of view seb like intent based marketing amazon you'd say is probably what the the highest intent when it comes to marketing like people that are going there know what they want like they know they want gin for example or they know they want chocolate and so if we can get in front of them the results are going to be good exactly and amazon i mean even more so than google like they're going there to buy why do you go on amazon because you want something you know you go on google sometimes because you want something but also sometimes you want to learn something on Amazon, people are on there to buy, and that's where you've got to catch them. When they're in that moment, they're intent, they're ready to spend, you want to position your brand in the best possible way. And there's actually lots of tools on Amazon, and there's lots of bidding and placements that are not being utilized properly because it is a new platform. And a lot of marketers haven't got their sort of heads around it yet and capitalizing on it. So there's a great little gap in the market there, and it could be a really good place to start. For us, it's, it's our newest service offering. Yeah, exactly. So that's it. You pick your first service. That's step number one. It's what you're going to do. Ours was email. I'm sorry. That's wrong. Ours was Instagram and Facebook. Pick a service, learn it, get good at it, get good at selling it as well. And then on to step two. Yeah. Step two, I think everyone's burning question is how are you going to get your first client? Now there's a lot of different approaches. Should you work for free? Um, we're big believers in leveraging your contacts early on. Is there anyone you know that you could be helping? And the reason why we say that is in this industry, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people out there claiming to be able to turn your business around through digital marketing, but not many of them actually have the proof in the pudding. So leverage your contacts, get that chance to perform and deliver and get a case study. As soon as you've got that case study written down, start driving into that niche, start gaining more traction because you've got proof. So Anton, other than that, is there anything you think people should be thinking about to get their first client? Yeah, I think uh, brand is important. I know a lot of people say, oh, don't go and spend tons and tons, but you don't need to. I mean, we started with a Squarespace website and a logo that we put together in Canva, I think. And it's only sort of 12 months in or coming up to 12 months in that we've really considered rebranding, paid for a rebranding, launching a new website, etc. Um, but have a presence for sure. Just so because people do want to see that you have a presence. The other thing is like we've approached people in the past sort of down the sort of cold email route and it is still a route that we take and it's, it's successful for us. Um, but at the same time, we, we sort of, we see these people come to us and they're like, yeah, but how are you any different? Like I get emailed 20 times a week because I'm a brand and people are reaching out to me on LinkedIn and I don't like being bombarded with, with these emails. Um, which is like, I think it's why we say it's not the worst thing in the world to work for free. So you want a value on your service, but right from day one, find someone that you can help, find someone that you can get good results for. And uh, like Seb said, build that case study up and then leverage them. Yeah, I think also early on, you know, definitely we're at the stage now where we're expanding the team. We've got a lot more commitments. As you get bigger and you have you know, more expenses on the books and a lot of things to manage, gets harder and harder to work for free. So when you're small and you're starting out, that's the time to take the risk. And that's the time to put the hours in and really, really capitalize on those chances from from contacts or from even from leads you might find. Yeah. So you've got what? You've got your service. You picked a service. You've got how are you going to get your first client? You have an idea of who you're going to go after or how you're going to get them. 
the next thing is really like what's your usp like have you got additional services that you're not going to charge for that you're just going to do like over and beyond are you going to provide them with access to a shiny dashboard so that they can see their results without having to go into facebook um are you going to pride yourselves on certain things like transparency and allowing the client to sort of have full access to everything like in our in our opinion that's the way forward by the way like to have full transparency with the clients um there are a number of agencies out there um, and we're not agency smashing by any means but like we know tons of awesome agencies that we'd definitely recommend to anyone but there are people out there pushing their service on social media that probably don't have the level of transparency that we'd want as a brand owner so like set yourself apart like what's making you different yeah big time and you know, there's so many times where we actually do recommend clients to other agencies because we know they're aligned with our values. We know that they're super transparent because sometimes you come across a client that's not necessarily the best for you. Um, but transparency is a key one of our priorities. And we'll start talking about it in episodes to come, you know, touching on our, our dashboard and the access we give to clients so they can always see what's going on. Um, that's a really, really big one for us. Yeah, we go, we go above and beyond with like automations as well like as an agency just like talking about our usp essentially we um like i won't go into it now and we'll go into it in, like you said in another podcast but there's a lot of things that are outside of our scope of work that we include just because we want to see like that growth in our clients and i i think that kind of like above and beyond nature of everything we do is our usp so yeah, yeah. look for something yeah. like that build something in like sing about it big time and i mean you know additional services also can help you deliver on performance which is you know what we'll get onto as our next point but a lot of the additional services we offer actually support our performance and help our performance you know such as cro and creative strategy we could just turn our back on those things and say okay you know we'll do what you want and we'll run the ads but we want to go over and beyond and make sure we can deliver and perform now that's sort of the next key point so yeah as we've been through we've got what's your offering how to get your first client, what's your USP, and now we're on to delivery and performance because you want to run the numbers first. Manage client expectations. Delivery and making sure you perform on what you claim to be able to do is super important, especially from the early days because you want to develop that trust with the client. You want to be able to perform and grow with them. Essentially, growth is not just for the client. As a small agency, you're all about growth as well. So managing your service, delivering exactly what you've said you can deliver is super important. We initially potentially were a bit naive in what we can deliver. Luckily, luckily we performed every time, but I think now looking back and we use a lot of statistics and modeling from previous experience, which helps us. But when we started out, we didn't have that privilege. We didn't have that luxury and we were bold. Luckily we managed to actually exceed our expectations. But I mean, now we have those tools. Looking back, it's uh, it was pretty brave of us. Yeah, and I mean, for anyone starting out, there are loads of tools out there you can use, like third-party platforms, like SaaS platforms that, okay, you don't want it to necessarily do the job for you because I'm not sure if there's anything out there at the moment that's as good as just understanding how to do it. And especially if you go down the, like, for example, the email route, there isn't, I don't think there's a tool that's going to be making all these emails and the copy for you like automatically but you've got things that can help you like conversions.ai or copy.ai that can help you with copywriting um you've got tools that can help you with design um and then with ads you've got tools that can help you sort of 
find keywords or research competitors, use those and kind of leverage the data that they're giving you to help set client expectations as well. Um, that's a huge one, like Seth said, a massive one for us. Like you just don't want to disappoint. So if I could give any advice, it'd be like, don't overshoot that. And, uh, and kind of, yeah, I guess with your first couple of clients, you're going to be sort of helping them. You might be working for free. So any growth is good growth. Uh, but they are also investing in the ad spend or the platform spend as well. So you've got to remember that they're, they're kind of parting of their hard earned cash. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I guess that sort of leads us on to our last point. We don't want to keep you guys too long. We're going to try to keep all our podcasts to around 20 minutes just so you can sort of catch them wherever you might be, commuting, tube, out for a run, whatever it might be. So Anton, what would you say What would you say is our secret, the quickest way to six figures? Yeah, so like what? You've got your service, you've got your sort of sales process how you're going to get some like your first clients you've got your usps and you're now delivering well you've got some platforms to help you but you want to go from sort of working and doing this on the side to have a six-figure agency that you can live off rely on start building a team if you want to or just work personally like on your own now for us it's taken us what best part of a year to work this out and we've gone through the struggles of cold email and going over and over again with different sort of what we call growth sort of lead generation engines but for us, the priority now really, and like something that we'd recommend to anyone starting out is use referrals and use partnerships. So like I'll start with referrals. So do good for one client. So that first client of yours, go above and beyond for them. And then ask them nicely, is there anyone else that you think could benefit from my service? And off the back of that, you'd be happy to maybe give them 10% off their next month's fee or give them a, a sort of a 10% of your sort of upfront retainer for that first month on the new client and and start leveraging those. Like we've, as an agency, we've run it, we've kind of, we're now running this referral program and it's, we've seen huge success. It's like part of the reason we're growing exponentially at the moment is because we're doing good for clients and they're happy to tell other people about us, which is always the easier way of getting a client than going down the cold route. And then the second thing we've looked into and, and, and are now doing, and it's again, it's working really well for us. And again, is why we're growing so fast as an agency and is why you'll go to a six-figure agency quickly is if you partner with people that don't offer your service. So do you know someone that's a graphic designer? Do you know someone that's a copywriter or a web designer? But these people don't offer your service. They don't offer Amazon ads. They don't offer sort of email automation. Well, then work out some kind of referral scheme between you and that person or you and that agency and plug the gap. Let them mark up your fee. Let them pass people on in exchange for a referral fee and then vice versa. You need creative. You send them to like you send your clients to them. Those two things, referrals and partnerships, is what has sort of set that since January this year, Seb, like our agency's grown like what fourfold because of yeah. these two things. Honestly, we've been so lucky, actually. We set our targets for Q4, the end of last year. So we set our targets for Q4 2021, the end of last year, and actually we smashed them. We already we already achieved them in Q1 this year, which was a massive achievement for us. And, you know, we, we feel so grateful to have had such good exponential growth. And it wouldn't have been possible without our great partners and friends of Nova that actually, you know, pick up the phone and or hear about someone that needs ads and send them our way. Like Anton said, we've spent hours trying different forms of outreach, building different lead gen engines, 
And for us, proof is in the pudding, doing a good job and letting people talk about it. It's a huge, huge thing. Yeah, I mean, something that we didn't plan to talk about in these steps and it's probably like an extra step. And I, I know that it's almost hit 20 minutes this podcast, but it's worth noting really quickly is that pick people you enjoy working with as well. Like we don't have a single client now that we don't enjoy working with. It's uh, It just makes your job easier. It makes you want to get up on a Monday. You don't dread that Monday morning. Um, the conversations we have with our clients, yeah, okay. At times it can be tough when like platforms aren't working as well as they should be. But we we get on with everyone. We enjoy speaking with them and it, it makes a world of difference. 100%. And I think all the people we work with, it's safe to say, have similar mindset. You know, Everyone knows that the intentions of Nova is to help them grow just like they want to grow. And the collaborative environment means you get best results. We speak transparently to all of our clients, all of our partners, and we share the challenges. I mean, we share the challenges just like we share the good points. Um, keep talking to the people you're working with. And I guess that is only possible if you like them and enjoy their company. Yeah, exactly. So, right. So we're at the end of the podcast now, right? So last segment that we're going to add to all of our podcasts going forward anyway, until we get bored of the question and might sort of evolve in season two of this podcast potentially, but we're going to rein it back in and kind of bring it back to the name of Stacking Cheddar. And, and you're going to hear this from any guests we have on, but I thought I'd start by asking Seb is if you were going to put your money on something now so that you can stack cheddar over the next five to 10 years, what are you investing in? What are you putting your money on? Well, you caught me off guard. I wasn't actually expecting the question. Um, now, what I want to say is an altcoin called Raptor, to be quite honest. <laughs> we've gone big on this coin and hopefully, hopefully it takes off. Um, but if I was having a sensible head and thinking more long term, five to 10 years, I would have to say more in the digital advertising space. We're in this space because we love it. We see the potential. We see a lot of businesses moving online, industries changing from this uh, digital transformation that's happening you know, globally now. A lot of the world is still untapped in digital connectivity. Lucky enough, the UK is one of the most connected, you know, digitally connected economies in the world. But the Middle East has so much potential. Africa, many parts of the world where people haven't really tapped into and started capitalizing on the benefits of, of e-commerce and therefore digital advertising. So I would, if I'm honest, Anton, I would back yeah. ourselves to keep going. Yeah, yeah, good one. Yeah, no, good answer. Well, well, we're on it now. I'm going to flip it back to you because I wasn't expecting it. So <laughs> um, if you were looking to stack cheddar over the next five to 10 years, where are you putting your money? Yeah, so I think, I mean... It, I, sh I should definitely say crypto, right? Like a small portion in crypto, whether that's sort of a, Raptor, a bit of... Raptor, Raptor. Yeah, Raptor, Bonfire. <laughs> yeah, Bonfire coin. I've heard a lot of chat about Yummy coin recently. Um, that's some of the influencers are pushing. Um, but then I'd be safe to put all my money in it. I think I'm with you. I think there's um, put money where you know something about what you're doing. Yeah. So like we're in the marketing and advertising space. I'm a huge advocate of TikTok and I'm a huge advocate of user-generated content and I'm probably going to go on about it loads. Um, but there are some amazing sort of apps coming out at the moment that are using that kind of TikTok style virality of content. I was listening to a podcast the other day about a dating app and forgive me, I forgot the name, but essentially it's TikTok for dating. Now I think that's going to be huge. 
like I've got no need for the app by any means, but if I could invest in it, I definitely would. I think it's called Lolly. Yeah. And there's a bunch of influencers that are involved. Like um, Logan Paul's best mate, Mike is one of the investors and there's got a ton of money in. So I think something around the way people are using TikTok and leveraging those kind of apps, but also user-generated content, 100%. I'd be investing in platforms that are sort of looking to generate that for brands. Don't give away our next big thing. That's going to be for another episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay, tuned. Stay tuned. I'm just looking for investment. <laughs> Thanks so much, everyone, for your time. We've loved chatting and hope you've enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about us, what we do, as well as you know, hearing how you could kick off your own six-figure agency. Yeah, enjoy enjoy the podcast, and we've got a wicked one coming up next. Thanks to all the listeners. Take care.